A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Rachel Bella. And I'm Suzanne Mushin, and you're listening to the Big Payoff Podcast. Rachel and I have been best friends and business partners for over 19 years, and these are the conversations that we're having about work, even when we're not working. And you know what? We bet you are too. This time of year, Suzanne, I don't know what it is, but I am so triggered by the fact that everybody is pouring on this kind of fake complimentary response to, you know, this is the time of year where people post their pictures of their families, of themselves, and it's like clone all over Facebook. Every response to the picture of a family is gorgeous family. Every response to the picture of a woman on her own is, hey, lady, looking great. No, actually, for women, it is great looking lady. Okay, and you're for so man, angry and, wait, about listen, this, And Rachel. for a man, it's always looking good there, buddy. Okay, you're clearly very triggered by this, Rachel. I, I am because it's bullshit. If you are going to Wait, the posting someone, of the picture is no, bullshit or the... No, well, sometimes. But mainly it is if you're going to praise someone on Facebook, be... Be specific and be authentic. Don't borrow. Like you look the, like shit in that picture. No, you aged just ten like, years. Oh, I love the way you guys look on this thing or something that is. You're actually, talking about how to do it well. How to do it authentically. Okay. Authentically, it's instead of just borrowing the same meme. Gorgeous family, looking good there, buddy. Okay, okay, down, yeah. girl. <laughs> Look, what's ironic about this conversation is you're the out of the two of us, you're much better at praise than me. Right. That's not ironic. That's because I value intentional, specific praise. It's a hugely important thing to receive, but also to give. It's it's actually a very intentional part of my work life and you know, my life in general. I just think about what people are are doing and how they need validation and recognition. Okay, well, I want to talk about that today because I'm conscious of the fact that you're so much better at it than me, and I know how important it is at work. I really do understand intellectually that being good at praise is a great work skill, and, and in life relationships too. But let's really get into it because I yeah. want to understand. And it. let's get into why. I mean, it, I'm not going to say. I, I think we really need to examine why do I do that and why don't you do that? And because I think there are legitimate and illegitimate reasons on both sides. 
There are good people on both sides. <laughs> both sides. And you look great today, lady. You're looking good. I'm not a guy. <laughs> that goes with a guy picture. good, buddy. I have to praise you like I should. Okay, so let's just get into this. I want to understand how you do it. I'm actually asking you personally because I think you do it well. So when we walk into a room, this is what I notice. We'll go into a client meeting and the client will walk in the door, male or female, and you'll always find one thing that feels to me obvious about the person who's walked in. They're wearing a, a nice jacket or they've lost weight or maybe they sent an email last night that you really liked. And you'll immediately give them that praise. You'll compliment them in that way. And it's so conscious to me because it didn't occur to me to do that. Okay. I would more... Okay. So let me first just think about why I do that. I generally do that because I notice it. If I didn't say what I notice, the question is more, why would I withhold that? So let me ask you in reverse. If you do notice it, why don't you say something? So if I'm honest, I'll say there are times when I don't notice. I'm just being honest. Yeah. There are times when you'll say, and then once you say it, they got their hair cut, or I will remember the email they sent the night before, but it wouldn't have occurred to me. But when it does occur to me and I don't say it, I really think the reason is that if I were to praise in that moment, it would expose a kind of intimacy between me and the person receiving it that would make me uncomfortable. Huh. That's really interesting because actually now that you say that, I am doing it to reduce the space between us. And and that is for me a really uncomfortable idea. Wow. Yeah. Right. Because I trust what's going to happen next only if our guards are down, completely down. I trust the exchange, the meeting. I don't want there to be a distance. I don't want it to be like me on stage and you in the audience. Or I want there to be a level playing field so that I can trust you and you can trust me. For me, that's the currency of the meeting generally. Wow. When you were saying that, all I could think was, oh, I'm much more comfortable if it's me on stage. Right. I, and not performing, but me with distance, some distance right. between me and the other person. And look, here, I know this, again, intellectually, that when you compliment someone, when you do it authentically, you're creating a connection. Like I have my fingers entwined yeah. right now. Like you're creating connection. And often I don't want that connection. So it, so I, this is a, a real question to you. Is that bad? Strategically, is that a bad thing? Or is it always the case that reducing distance between yourself and people in your workplace is a good idea? Well, I don't know that bad or good is really helpful right now um, because uh, you're not paying me enough. Therapist, <laughs> but, but, but actually, I think let's move the conversation to where it's clearer at work when, when the issue is, to me, the lubricant of motivating people is praise. And it has to be real and authentic. So I'm thinking about when we were in our previous company and someone who was working for us. It was real. There was a difficult moment with this person's performance. And my entire strategy was I had to find authentic, true things 
about that were excellent because otherwise and say so and say so a lot because otherwise this person was going to fall off the edge of the cliff and not have any motivation to get better. And I use – I it isn't actually – at this point, it's muscle memory. If I'm in a meeting and someone makes a good point, I have to I, – I want to say it right but away. But isn't that like fishing? I mean at some point it be, feels like it becomes a, a game where you're – where It doesn't occur to me that I would – that. First of all, if I did get it back right away, that would be weird. So that's a good point, you know, Jane. You just made a really good point. If she turned around and said, thanks, you just made a really good point too, I'd go, yeah, and you're fired. Okay, but isn't that sometimes <laughs> isn't that sometimes how it goes down? I think that's what I'm trying to avoid. I don't want the, the, the compliment back on the other side. So there is something – I hear you saying there's something very uncomfortable to you about being seen. No, there's something very uncomfortable about me exposing the fact that I see the other person. Why is that? Okay, so because it's because then we have a more intimate relationship. I keep using that word because if I expose the fact that I noticed someone's earrings. Yeah. Okay. That feels very intimate to me and I don't want that. Okay, let's take it off the earrings <laughs> for a second. Say, okay, because <laughs> I, 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 I know I don't. Let's take it off that. So okay. then, what about praise at, at a meeting? Why? So here's what I notice. Here's what I notice. Your form of praise, which is interesting, is not praise of the other person, but saying, "I appreciate that." You do that a lot. I do appreciate it, right? But that's yeah. not about them. That's about you. Um, yes, although I, this is what it's good I, manners. It, you have yeah. way better manners. No, than well, I that's do. A f- for shit sure. <laughs> that is for fucking shit sure, Rachel. <laughs> I do have good memories. Memories. I have good memories. Yeah, I love I have your good, memories. Thank They're you. Beautiful. Gorgeous. <laughs> okay, well, this is for for real. I do like to thank people. That's because I do appreciate effort. I also appreciate people actually adding value to a conversation, I can do it. I do think that I'm quick to say that's a good idea or to build on that. That feels very normal to me. Like if when I say that out loud, I can picture myself in a lot of meetings going, I love that. Let's that feels different to me. So I'm trying to understand when is the praise strategically a good thing and what am I missing out on by, by not offering the kind of praise you're talking about? Because people need to be seen, validated, and recognized. And the only way that that happens, it's the biggest motivator. First of all, we know from decades of Gallup research that the single greatest indicator to satisfaction at work is not compensation. It's not the work itself. It's not, you know, the peer, your, your peers in your workforce. It is how frequently does my boss praise me? What is really? Yes. What just popped into my mind was that yesterday Ryan sent David and me a text with a with a picture. I'm going to do the Wolf Blitzer. Ryan, your son, son. <laughs> is that what David, Wolf does? Your husband. Yeah, he's always like oh, well, he's always defining. Is... It's sort of okay. a newscaster thing. You have to define. Okay, so Ryan, your son, sent my husband and me a a photo of a card, a handwritten card that he had gotten at work from someone he who's superior to him. Mm-hmm. 
saying that he was doing a really good job at work and how much he appreciated the effort and that he knew that there was a lot of hours that had been put in. And obviously, Ryan was sending this as a way of saying he really felt, you know, good about receiving that. And the irony is, I recognize that immediately. And I said back in my text to him, wow, not only does that make me really proud of you, but it's also a great case in point for when you're a manager, that offering someone that kind of praise is probably really meaningful to them. Yeah, just so like what's was, wrong with I you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so can we stop the show right now? I mean, you seem to get it now. Uh, okay, well, here's and we, we, we're going to take a break in a second. But what I do want to ask is, this is a real question, now that I'm aware of it, mm-hmm. am I going to be better at it? Or am I now, is it going to feel forced? Well, it may feel like any behavior change. It may feel forced for a while because what you're really climbing over is that fear of intimacy that is ruining your life. <laughs> but I think what we need to talk about first is when to do that, how to do that, how to do it authentically, and when not to do it. All right, so are we going to get really practical? Yeah. All right. We've come a long, long way together Through the hard times and the good I have to celebrate you, baby I have to praise you like I should 
big danger zone because then they don't trust you. People know what they're good at and what they've done well. Don't we all notice this, especially in retail? When you walk into a store, I think they're trained sometimes to you know, say, oh, I love your purse, yeah. right? It's part of their training. Yeah. It must be a training thing, but I walk right out. And also, you said something earlier that I want to point out because it stuck with me is specificity, that you don't just praise generally, but it's more meaningful if you, and there I think is a ton of data around this, that praise is much more meaningful when it has something attached to it. So instead of just saying, you did a great job at that meeting, you want to say, when you asked that question and it really changed the course of the conversation, that was a great moment for you in that meeting. Right. And, you know, they've said very specifically with kids, don't say good boy, say good job. You know, there are ways of praising that inadvertently send messages that you may not realize. And so it's really important. The other thing is praise shows somebody that you're noticing and everybody wants to be noticed for what they value. And if someone has put a lot of effort into something, they want to be noticed for that particular effort, not just thanked, but noticed and seen and recognized and validated. You know, if you want to make a person feel better after they sneeze, you shouldn't say, God bless you. You should say, you're so good looking. I didn't do it. Yeah, right. (laughs) You are so good looking. I would say, just getting to the traps, don't do it too often. Don't be so slathering and constant in praise that it's just like, well, I I don't – I don't believe you. So the other thing to be conscious of is are those moments when it's so obvious that something should be praised and then you say nothing because the absence of that praise in that moment is so hurtful and harmful. And I have this experience of this where so we have this group that has um, Shabbat dinners once a month on Friday nights and we've been friends forever. And everyone always puts in a lot of effort because it's a big group and it's a special dinner and you go out of your way to make it a nice night. So as a result, everyone typically the next day will send a note really specific. This was great when you put out those place cards with the stickers on, like whatever it was, people are really great. When you don't get that note, it really feels strange exactly. and, and bad. You know, I, re- I can recall the number of times when it'll be Saturday night or Sunday morning and you'll realize that no one sent you the note. It feels like you're the first place you go to is, oh, my God, what did I do wrong? Right. So I think it's so important to just recognize that there are moments when somebody is really putting themselves out there. And that in and of itself deserves some recognition. Right. And recognition is the key. So it is different. I want to come back to this point. There's a difference between saying, thank you. I appreciate that. That's not praise. What's praise is when you did this, it made a big difference. You're really good at this. You know what? I noticed that you did that. And the opposite of that, what you're describing is a withhold is withholding. Yeah. And the question is, it, it does feel bad. It is demotivating. It does send them into a question of like, why, why? And also, just if you're managing anybody, 
how are they going to get better if you don't praise the things? You know, it's like training a dog. You got to praise them. It's sort of people say this about your spouse too. You praise what's good. You don't criticize what's bad. That's called dolphin training. Yes, it's Mm -hmm. dolphin training. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact that my daughters. (laughs) I know for a fact my dolphins, my dolphins, my dolphin daughters will go will work. A hundred times harder. I've seen this in my older daughter and in my younger daughter at work. They will work so much harder and go so far out of their way and over and above and beyond if their boss gives them specific praise. The flip side that I don't want to leave out before we we finish this off is I don't want anyone listening to think that this conversation is absent the other piece of it, which is critique. So just we've been talking about praise, 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 because all I can think of is coaching, like my son's soccer coaches and how they handle it out on the field. You can't just praise. I mean, there no, are times and when... and in fact, you trust critique a lot more you trust in the critique context more. of praise. In the context of praise, yes. You'll also trust critique more from someone who's comfortable giving you praise, right? Yes, it works exactly. both ways. Exactly. Okay. Got it. So... Um, your your, no, your no, green corduroy no. pants. Those green corduroy pants look very soft and velvety, and are and and are flattering on you, Rachel. Oh God! Oh my God! I've created a monster. <laughs> Please go away. And actually, I've, I, this is serious. I've been noticing your earrings all day because they're really cool. The way they they're like two different ones, but then they both have the hoop. And I've been meaning to compliment you on it, but I withheld. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, and it sent me into a spiral of self hate and loathing. <laughs> We'll be back to the big payoff next week. If you like what you heard, you can find us at bigpayoffradio.com, on iTunes, on the ACAST app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.